Welcome to Audit Bites, the show where we give you bite-sized chunks of information and education to help you excel in your audit career. Join our host, Robert Berry, as we tackle another tough auditing topic this week. Good morning, good morning, friends. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to Audit Bites, the first, very first live show where we talk about, well, auditing. And you can get CPE just for watching and or listening to me. Check us out at auditbytes.com or on your favorite podcasting platforms. That's right, Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon. And while you're there, Leave us a five-star review because I think we're worth it, don't you? Now, today, today, my friends, episode 16, you've seen the topic, Understanding Your Organization. It is extremely important that you understand your organization. But before we get into the topic, let me introduce myself. I am your host, Robert Berry. I am an award-winning auditor. Who knew that that was such a thing? (laughs) We've got some people joining us, and I like to acknowledge people who are here, and Clarence is here. Hello, and Happy New Year, Clarence. Good to see you. We need to catch up in the new year, my man. I hadn't talked to you in a while. So let's get on the Zoom, man. Heather is here. Hey, Heather. Hopefully all is well, and hopefully you guys had a healthy, happy, and prosperous new year. So again, you guys have seen the topic for today, understanding your organization. It is extremely important that we understand our organizations. Because how in the we audit them if we don't understand them? So here's the question that I have for a lot of us that are auditing professionals. Hmm. Do you really understand your organization? Are you clueless about how it actually operates? Because if you are, this lack of understanding leads to chaos, confusion, broken processes, and incompetent employees. So not only is it important for auditors to understand your organization, this is important for any chief executive officer, any chief financial officer, any senior vice president, any director, everyone should understand how the organization operates and the things that you do, how they affect the organization. But before I dig into the content and give you my points on this, let me just talk to you about a few things that I've seen and experienced myself. I don't know how many of you guys are old enough to remember Blockbuster Video. But back in the day before there was the internet, (laughs) before there was the internet, you used to have to go to this place called Blockbuster and you would get video on a VHS cassette tape. You would take it home, you would watch a movie, and then you would turn the next day to Blockbuster. Now, when Blockbuster was in business, there were some things that they were doing that any CEO, chief operating officer, director of marketing, anyone in a significant position of authority should have seen that give that would have given them red flags that something was wrong. For example, you would turn a movie into Blockbuster on time and then you would be charged late fees. If you went up to the store to protest, the manager would immediately remove it. I actually had a few back in the day tell me that their computer system was off. Now, at some point in time, customer service at Blockbuster got so bad but they were so big, it was almost as as if they couldn't fail until Netflix came and began to crush them. I'll give you another example. 
Years ago, I worked in financial services. And when I worked in financial services, well, in 2008, the market went kaput. I was hired as a director of audit in higher education, but I knew nothing about higher education. So what did I do? I learned about the industry that I was in. One of the first things I actually did was I enrolled in school. Why did I do that? I needed to understand the processes within the organization and what better way to understand your organization's processes than to experience them the same way that a customer would. Okay, now with that said, I came across a story recently that really hmm, intrigued me. And when I say intrigued, I mean really mystified my mind. Let's talk about this for a minute. DoorDash. DoorDash will require all employees to deliver goods or perform services or other gigs. And some of the employees aren't happy. What I'm going to do is link to an article from Market Watch, but let's just talk about what it says. It says that all DoorDash employees from software engineers up to the chief executive will have to perform deliveries or maybe shadow a customer service agent once a month starting next year, which is this year. And some employees are not happy about it. These employees are so unhappy, they took to an app called Blind. Now, Blind is an app that lets employees post anonymously about their company. In order to try and keep it uh, above board and honest, Blind makes you actually sign in with your company email address. So that's how they try to ensure the legitimacy of some of the comments that they're getting. Now, the thread about DoorDash received 1,500 comments. 1,500 comments, you guys. So think about this. This company said, we want you to know how the company operates. So we're going to allow you to shadow certain people so that you can see how your job affects everyone else around you. And some employees are actually upset at that. I see that as an opportunity to learn the company so that at some point when there's a promotion opportunity, you would probably get it because you know more about your organization. But the fact that some employees were mad, I'm extremely miffed by that. So there was one post. The post was titled DoorDash Making Engineers Deliver Food. And it included profane statements such as, uh, well, I didn't sign up for this, you know what? There's nothing in the offer letter slash job description about this. So now engineers, computer and software engineers who write code that runs the business don't want to see how their code actually performs. That makes no sense to me because how else do you get better? Now, some of you are probably wondering, well, how in the world does that relate to internal auditing? Well, it's, it's simple, my friends. If you are an auditor and you're auditing things, shouldn't you know what the customer experience is like? Because if you lose customers for your organization, then your organization is no longer in business. That's why I always cringe at auditors who only want to look at, say, financial statements or only want to look at things like accounts payable. What happens with the customer experience? If your customer has a bad experience, your customer is no longer a customer, your company is no longer around and you are out of business. So my man Thomas says, I like that idea by DoorDash, but once a month might be a little more frequent than needed. Quarterly, annually, definitely a great idea. I'm with you on that, Thomas, and I'm glad you brought that up because I feel the same way. And, and I'll give you guys more examples. Um, one of my first jobs out of college, I was what they call an accountant management trainee 
for a what was then a Fortune 500 retail grocery store chain. Now, within that operation, I actually worked in a, on a rotational basis in accounts payable, accounts receivable, human resources, uh, general ledger accounting. I worked in all the functional areas and they actually made me work in a store. So I got to work with the head cashier in the store and see what that was like. I got to look at the different um, the different areas, the produce department, the meat department, and I got to shadow an actual cashier. That only made sense. It made me a better auditor at that organization. So if you're an auditor and you're not experiencing the service products that your company offers, you're probably a terrible auditor. I know that sounds real harsh to say, but let's just call a spade a spade. You work for a place that provides a product or service and you've not seen what the experience is like for customers. <laughs> Michael, I love this comment. There's a line. Michael said there, there's always a line. NASA engineers don't get to travel to space. <laughs> good point, my friend. Very good point. Uh, very well said. And thank you for also making my morning because that gave me a really good laugh. But I 100% agree with you on that. Now, Michael also says that he worked for a company that allowed him to implement a what is that? oh walk a mile in my shoes where they would allow uh, uh, where they would shadow other departments. This was only annually, however. Yeah, I do agree. Once a month for DoorDash, it's going to be hard for them to implement that. But what I will say is the backlash is what shocked me. Because how else do you improve upon what it is that you do if you don't look at the effect that it actually has? If you don't see the experience that it has on other departments, if you don't see the customer experience, how well are your customers receiving what it is that you do? And I'll share a story with you guys. And some people who know me have heard this before, but Delta Airlines. Look, Delta, if you're out there and you're watching and you want someone to come in and train your auditors, call me. Delta to me is the best airline, the best domestic airline here in the U.S. Back in the day, I could not stand Delta. And I'll tell you what happened and why. So when when you were on a flight and you were about to miss your connecting flight with Delta, especially going through Atlanta, which is one of the busiest airports in the world, you would get off your flight. Then you'd have to go downstairs to the basement. I'm joking about the basement, but that's what it felt like as a customer. You'd have to go downstairs and then you'd have to go to their customer service department which they had an entire department full of customer service agents. When you got to them, they would give you a hotel voucher. Then they would reschedule your flight for you. And then you would have to go and find a hotel in the area that would be able to take you for the night. Then you'd have to find your shuttle and get to that hotel. And you would spend hours in the airport just trying to get accommodations to stay over the night. Well, this was years ago that that was the process and I hated it. About three or four years ago, maybe a little longer now, I missed my connecting flight again because of a delay in my originating flight. I get to Atlanta. As soon as I step off the plane, the gate agent has a voucher for me at a specific hotel. They'd already booked me on a flight coming out the next day and the shuttle was already there waiting for me. Now, as an auditor, the first time I saw it, I was like, this process is horrible but I've seen improvements in the process. Now, if you want to add value to your organization as an auditor, why would you not look at those types of processes that affect your customers? So again, like I said a few minutes ago, if you're an auditor and you've not experienced the products and services of your company, given that you can, you're a terrible auditor. You don't need to be in the profession. 
That sounds harsh, but it's just true. Um, but I've got a few points for us that I want to cover today. But before I get to those points, let me talk to you guys about my book, Ask Better Questions, Get Better Answers, Perform Better Audits. The first, the very first book about asking questions while auditing. It hit the top 50 in the U.S. in the financial auditing category, and it hit number one in France. Why France? I don't know. But if you want to learn the art of asking questions while auditing, check out my book. It's available on Amazon, or you can go to Ask, Get, Perform, and you can find some information on it. So, okay, you guys have seen the topic for today, how to understand your organization. I think that there are three things that you should do in order to understand your organization. Now, these are high level things. Obviously, there's more than that, but I'm going to cover three things that I think you can do. Now, before I get to that, though, Michael is still here and Michael says, what's the underlying issue with the resistance? Probably that the engineer slash tech people are too overworked to take time away once a month to shadow. That's a very good point. So, yeah, for companies, if you do want employees to learn more about the organization and you want them to shadow other employees, you now have to invest in them to make sure that they have the time to do what it is that you want them to do. And Nicola is here. Hey, Nicola, we've got the chat soon, my friend. It's been a while. It's been a while. So you've got my calendar. Schedule something. She says that she agrees with me. But isn't this about plain and simple curiosity? Audit tick box mentality doesn't lead to improvement. Absolutely right. And you've heard me say this. I say this all the time. Curiosity is the cornerstone of internal auditing. If you're not curious, get out of the profession. Go do something else. So. <laughs> all right. How do you get to understand your business. Let's talk about this. A few points. Hmm. So the first point is try the products or services if you can. I mean, if you're a rocket scientist, you, you can't say, although that would be pretty cool, right? Let me walk a mile in your shoes, Neil Armstrong. <laughs> Sorry. That was a bad joke. But no, if you can try the products or services. I just told you guys, I was director of audit in higher education. First thing I did at the first university I worked for was enroll in school. I got to see the process for filling out an application. How easy or hard was that? Registering for classes, attending classes, because I actually did go through and get a master's degree. I'm not saying you have to do anything that drastic, but you need to try the products or services that your company offers. You can either try them directly or indirectly. Buy the products or services. Ask other people what they think about them. And then why don't you read comments on review websites? You got Glassdoor, you have that blind website. There are a lot of sources of information that you can go and reach out and look at to see how well your company is performing or to see how or to see what others think about your organization, because that is important, right? The second thing that you should do is 100% pay attention to the processes. Listen. If you want to understand your organization, the first thing you need to do is try the products or services that you offer. That just makes sense for any auditor to try the products or services that your company offers. The second thing you need to do is pay attention to the process, especially those exception items. You see, if a process is bad during normal operations, it's 
well, it's probably going to be worse for exception handling. I just gave you a story about how Delta, the way they used to handle missed flights and rescheduling, way back in the day, and I'm talking about 15, 20 years ago, it was horrible. But as of about five, 10 years ago, Delta is my airline of choice, and I'll tell it to any and everyone that will listen. So think about if you audit those processes and you look at them, you help your company improve and become better. So how does your company handle refunds, returns, customer service complaints? Observe those processes. Are they streamlined? Do they make it easy for your end customer? So we pause for one moment. Thank you guys for joining me on Audit Bites. We're not done yet. We have one more point that we want to cover, but I just want to pause for today for just one moment to recap a little bit. The title of today's show is Understanding Your Organization. Every auditor needs to have a good understanding of how it's how the organization you work for operates. The best way to do that is to try out the products or services unless you're an auditor for NASA because, well, you're not going to space, although that would be cool. So try the products or services that your company produces. Pay attention to the processes. And my third and final point is look for pain points. The pain points in your organization may indicate areas for significant improvement. Now, if you can solve a problem for your organization, aren't you more valuable? And don't we always talk about auditors being trusted advisors and adding value? So if we want to add value in organizations, why are we still only looking at accounts payable, accounts receivable, blah, blah, blah? Why aren't we looking at the corporate culture? Why aren't we looking at the customer experience? And I'm not just talking about customer service. I mean the entire customer experience. Why are we not looking at the governance that occurs within the organization? Better yet, why aren't we looking at the environment and the culture within the organization? So there are a lot of things we can look at in our organization to help us get a better understanding of the organization. But the better we understand the organization, the better business partners we become in the organization, the more value we add to the organization. DoorDash is requiring its employees to shadow other employees and or to perform specific tasks. Now they're requiring them to do it once a month. That probably is a tad bit overkill. However, the spirit of what they're doing, I understand and actually agree with. That's why I'm shocked about some of the negative comments from other people who work there who don't want to know how their job affects the rest of the organization. When you begin in an organization, you begin to build a better organization. So what I'm wondering is, for those of you who are listening to this, either live or on your favorite podcasting platform or on my website at auditbikes.com, Leave me some comments. What do you think? Am I off base or am I speaking the truth? Do you experience your organization from the standpoint of a customer? Have you tried their products and or services? Do you audit the customer experience? Would you ever audit the customer experience? So now let me also say, this has been Audit Bites. This is episode number 16. I'm Robert Berry, your host. I do a lot of training for private clients, corporations, and Institute of Internal Auditing chapters. If you're looking for someone who 
I think I'm a pretty good trainer. That's what I'm told. <laughs> Call me. Go to my website, thatauditguy.com. Get the contact information. Send me an email. Call me. I'm always available. I'll probably send you back a really nice video because I hate typing emails nowadays. So if you're looking for a trainer, give me a call. Lisa just joined us. And Lisa says, I would even suggest number two, pay attention to the process and the people. Network with the leadership. Know the politics that exist. Know who's got what hot button topics. Absolutely, Lisa. Thank you for that ad. Um, I talk about that in a little bit more detail in some of my training courses, because, yes, knowing the politics in your environment is extremely important. Um, Heather says she would love to audit the customer experience. Not sure how to do that, though. Hey, Heather, it's easier than you think. Oh, and I know where you work, Heather. That would be a real interesting one to do. Um, really, you just walk through what it's like to be a customer in your organization. And for some places, it's easier than others, right? If you're in retail and you're an auditor for Home Depot, what is your experience like shopping in Home Depot stores? What is your experience like trying to become a vendor for Home Depot to sell your items in stores? So for some places, it's easier than it is in other places. Um, I worked in financial services for a while. What was it like to set up a bank account? put money in my bank account, pay bills out of my bank account, transfer money to other people, call customer service with a problem, buy a house, buy a car, get a credit card. What is the process like? And what are some of the pain points within that process? These are all things that we should be looking at, especially if companies have employed us to be their internal consultants, to be their eyes and ears, to be their trusted advisors. Yes, things like accounts payable are important. But at the end of the day, if your customer experience is bad, your customers will leave your organization, your organization's revenue will decrease, and then you and everyone else will be out of a job. So you guys, Audit Bites, episode number 16, Understanding Your Organization. Those were the three points. If you like this episode, tell all your friends about it. Give me a couple of days. It'll probably be up on the website with CPEs available at a small fee. Usually it's about seven to 10 bucks for about 30 minutes of CPE. Why would you not buy it? You've already watched the show anyway. Pass this along to all your employees, though, in all seriousness. I like doing this and I'm having fun doing it. And I'm just trying to spread the word. Go to those podcasting platforms. Leave us a five-star review if you think we deserve it. I think we deserve it. And until next time, see you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Audit Bites. If you want to do more, see more, be more, check out our website at auditguy.com where you will find quality training. Audit merch. Yes, we have hats, shirts, and other apparel, as well as past copies of this podcast and the Friday Fraudster podcast. www.thatauditguy.com. Thanks for joining us.